The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to part one, session three of the Dungeons and Dragons starter set. I'm Joe, along with Mike, Kurt, JJ, and Mickey. We bring our heroes, Sir Moss, Thor, Ferris, and Bree, further into the Cragmaw hideout. Enjoy the podcast. All right, so um, Clark then looks at uh, his two uh, goblin guards there. Um, <laughs> I want to give them names, Huey and Dewey, and whatever. I'm not <laughs> I going like to. that. Um, he said he he uh, slaps one of them on the back, pushing him forward, and he says, "Finish them, kill them, make Clark happy. Clark will build a throne from their bones." I don't think you'd be able to fit in that throat. <laughs> I love the banter. <laughs> All right, so now let's switch Clark and the goblins. Please. So the goblins are going to move forward, one each at Thor and uh, Sir Walter. We're going to go at Thor first with goblin number one. Uh, an eight is going to miss. And, at, wow, a six is going to miss... Yep. Sir Walter Moss. So these goblins, when they move forward, they're like grumbly. You, when they're up in front of you, feebly swinging at you with their scimitars, they're pretty much saying, We don't like Clark. I'll kill you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> who's after oh, what was Clark, now goblins? Now next? me. All right, Ferris. Come on, wizard. I so, will. And you're down at the bottom? Yep. I will attempt to start climbing. Do you have a spell that works from down there? No, I don't. <laughs> Magic missile? Nope. Got to be able to see him. Yeah. Horrible. Natural 20. All right. Very nice. What were you doing? Climb so up I'm there. Going I'm to, climbing. I'm going to, on a natural 20, because I like to break the rules, I'm going to let you get to the top. Woohoo! All right. Now, that's going to that's gonna be your whole turn, but you're going to get up to the top. That was easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, <laughs> you just watch her scrambling like, but you could put your hand right. Especially because Thor is like yeah. right at the top of the thing. Yes, and he so somehow gets around Thor <laughs> and pops so, out the top. Who is then after Ferris? Uh, All right, Clark. Clark, Clark. Clark is okay. Clark's, oh, so he is now last. Jump okay. in the gun. Um, <laughs> then you, then you. Clark on a three. You on a two. You want to watch. But Clark wants to build a throne with my bones. He does, with <laughs> all of like your bones. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. They give a couple of good description for him. That just, just made me chuckle. All right. Um, so he steps forward towards Sir Walter. Um, and, and he says, Clark will crush you, human. But Clark not do it Clark this time. <laughs> Clark's thinking about it. <laughs> that was a warning sure shot. Is. Yeah, seven is not going to hit a three plus four. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the top of the Back order. to Thor, Thor's turn? Uh, no. Yeah, the Ripper. Thor and then. Thor was ahead this of is the bottom. This is the bottom. Clark's yeah. on a three. He's on a two. Oh, he's I'm on a sorry. One. I thought we were going to the top. My mistake. No, nope, not yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we still have the party to go. Uh-huh. Thor, Thor is incredibly tempted to simply jump down the fissure to the bottom, take the damage, and run. <laughs> or not run. Very very manly. Do that. <laughs> but he thinks about his cousins, Gundren, Tharden, and Nundro Rockseeker. Particularly his cousin, Gundren, who is probably being money. tortured by Clark and his very wolves. Could be. And while everything in his being says jump, he instead puts his hand in his pocket on his holy symbol and tries to cast for the first time on this adventure, Guiding Bolt. Ah. Which has a range of 120 feet. If successful, a, rain, a flash of light will streak towards a creature of my choice, which would be Clark, since he's directing the action. I make a ranged spell attack. Oh, my lord in heaven, I rolled a one. <laughs> I, I just busted one of my two nuts for the day on a one. Uh, <laughs> wait, do you so. have... So. This is such a great spell. It does four times six radiant damage and gives the next attacker advantage. 
And I, I rolled a one. You can't re roll. Awesome. Yeah. Does anyone have a re roll to give me? <laughs> Brave. Oh. I, can, I can pray for you. So I'm tempted yeah. to look up and curse my deity, but then I remember that I'm not sure that the gods even exist. Right. And that's and part simply of the problem, bite my tongue. Right. <laughs> when I call upon the power of something, I'm not sure. Oh, exists. man. I was excited for that spell. Uh, all right. All Are right. we now down to the very last yes. batter? Yes. And I will... So you have a, uh, the wolf, Ripper, uh-huh. as well as Clark and a goblin in front of you. And a partridge I... and a they're, they're, they're positioning themselves so they can surround you, but they're not there yet. Um, I'm going to try to hack Clark's legs out from under him. Is there an actual trip or anything like that here? Or knock prone? I, if there is a skill, I do not have it. Okay. But, uh, if so in this case, say, you're just going to reduce his hit points if you hit him. Then we'll see how it goes. Yeah, in, in the basic edition, there's not yes. that skill. Okay, yet. we have twenty three. Twenty three will hit Clark. Four. Jesus. Yes, fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Sir Walter, I don't like goblin guts, but I rock the damage roll, Moss. Well, yes. th- th- this is bugbear guts now. You're gonna this get some bugbear bug guts. Bugbear blood. You you hit him, yeah, right in the side of the leg. It sounds like you may have broken his leg bone, um, and it's it's a pretty dastardly hit. And you got now bugbear blood covering the goblin guts and. Well, I washed the goblin guts off, so You're gonna need it's like suit. fresh. But uh, <laughs> but man, I'm not enjoying that. Yeah, says, You're gonna need a new he suit. He says, "Ah, human hurt, Clark. What's my name, Clark?" <laughs> Wolf. How many handy wipes does ten gold pieces buy? <laughs> a lot. Not enough. <laughs> it may not be enough, but it is a lot. All right. So who's up at the top? Then Wolf. are we at the goblins? Wolf. Wolf. Oh, the the wolf, uh, Ripper. I'm going to uh, hope that all the people surrounding me are just going to miss, 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 miss. Yeah. Uh, so, within combat, can you kind of move without leaving range to, to flank, surround, what have you, and then still attack without provoking anything? Mm-hmm. And you can actually yeah. move, attack, and continue to move as long as you're within your 30 feet or cool. 25 feet. All right. So, so, Ripper is... Um, uh, 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 all right. So Ripper is going to move around to your to, to behind you to bite your rear end, and uh, the fourteen has advantage. Uh, the fourteenth better. 14. fourteen plus four is eighteen. Barely. Why does he have advantage? I'm just curious. Uh, it's one of the thing. It's very similar to the rogue sneak attack. He has an ability called pack tactics. As long as one of his allies is nearby, he gets advantage on his attack. Gotcha. So he's going to do that, and it is 2d4 plus 2. Four. Six plus 2 is 8. Um, zero hit points. You're uh, fine, uh, Stu. You're not zero. down. You're not down to your okay. negative. You must now succeed on a DC 11 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay. So he got behind you, pounced on your back to bite at you, and... I succeed. ...tried to knock you over, but it did not. You're the man, Sir Walter. Yes. You're the man. Well, I'm struggling here. (laughs) I need a... Misbroke. (laughs) Yeah, they they didn't leave out the deadly. Although if I can survive to my turn, I have second win, but I don't think I'm going to survive to my turn. Oh, I'm going to draw aggro. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a cast in AoE? Piss off everybody. Piss off everyone. There you go. So is there any, like, she's already tried to crawl up again. You, you just she try failed. Again. There's uh, no other way to get up there. Well, not without I mean, going through the cave. Yeah, I should say there's a the whole nine. way through the cave. Yeah, you guys are crawling up the garbage chute. Nine. So a six to nine was... Let me I feel like the garbage chute should have been a way to sneak up. It's strength, butt, right? It's yeah. Strength or less. Yeah. Probably it's strength. It's like we, uh, yeah. we snuck into the boss battle. All right, so <laughs> without taking out any of the little peons. You don't make it anywhere. Yeah, Same no, thing no. She's but still you don't kinda... flail around this time. You know what? I'm just going to hang out here and make sure that no one's coming up the rear. You guys let me know if you need help. Let me know if you need anything. Maybe you should just kick a villain down there. So if you, got you know, that's to a do. good point. You guys haven't done that yet. I'll, hold, right, down, I'll the... hold down the fort. <laughs> who's after break? Me. 
All right, Ferris, what you doing? Is there a way that I can maximize my 15-foot cone? Uh, can it not hurt allies, or does it not hurt allies? It needs to not hurt allies. Uh, right now, he's surrounded, so you could hit two out of the three. And then um, there's one goblin on him, and that's the fourth thing, because you have Clark, Ripper, and two goblins. So, so you could hit two out of the four. I'll let you pick the two. Because right now he's surrounded. There's no way to hit all three of him uh, that are on him. And he is off a little bit. Not far, but off enough that trying to line him up without touching your allies. If this is not ally friendly, you can hit two of them. Your choice. I'll let you pick that. And Clark is already damaged. Yeah. That wolf really... Alright, yeah, I'll try to hit the goblin and Clark at the same time. Okay, one of the goblins and Clark. Yeah. They need, right. they need to make dexterity saving throws. Alright, we'll start with the goblin, who has a 10 plus... Let me find goblin again here. 10 plus 2 is 12. Fail. And Clark, he's going to fail. That's a 4 plus 2 is 6. So they both fail. Five points of damage to you, both of them. Uh, five damage. What so was this spell? Burning hands. Burning hands. Two. So we're going to say you hit goblin number one, because yeah, there's one and two. And because you went after Clark, it's going to be the goblin that's with Moss. Um, I got that and that. Okay. Who's up next? Uh, they, they are both hit. Now, what is the spell you cast? Burning Hands. It's Burning Hands. Okay, so they both uh, hurt a little bit with yeah. some heat. Got yeah, it. three dice six, I roll a one, a two, and a two. Ooh. So, just because I like to know, what does that look like? Put your, put your microphone up. Can you hear me now? No, put it closer. Closer to your mouth. There you yeah. go. As you hold your hands with thumbs touching and fingers spread... A thin sheet of flame shoot forth from your outstretched fingertips. Very cool. And That's it's awesome. a 15-foot cone. Um, anything in the cone, right? Yep. Now, so, as a curiosity, I know in the playtest, there were things a wizard could take later on, like feats, that uh, you were able to not affect allies with a spell like that. Um, that's actually my level 2 ability. So you do, you do get it. Okay. So that could be real helpful um, not too far from now. In the future. Yeah. All right, so who's up after Ferris? Goblins? I may have to heal you to get you back in. All right, so Goblin, we're going to go with um, uh, Sir Walter first. Goblin 1, who is... Fail. Fail. (laughs) I mean, he's flanking because you were surrounded. However, he just rolled a 1. Straight up failure. Goblin 2 is with Thor. (coughs) And that's going to hit. That's a 17 plus 4 is 21. So with that 21, it's a D6 plus 2. That would be 4 plus 2 is 6 slashing damage to Thor. Yes. It would have been awesome if the goblin that failed, mm-hmm. like, tried to run at me mm-hmm. and f- went right pie and down the chute. Gosh, you so <laughs> want to play Dungeon World, don't you? <laughs> um, not that I don't, but still. Uh, all right, so that, the goblin who hits you, uh, who hits Thor, he's still mumbling, and he's like, maybe Clark give me bonus, but probably just beating. I'll try to kill you anyway. Yeah, they don't like Clark. And they don't like you, apparently. Who's up after the goblins? Uh, Clark. Clark! Humans suck. High elves suck more. So you're pretty much out of it. I mean, at zero, can he do I'm anything? I'm staggering. He's staggering. He just, but I thought at zero, if you do something, you fall unconscious. Yep. Okay. So Clark sees you're out of it, and he knows he can just move away from you. So he's just going to turn around and go after Ferris because right. you can't hurt him. Now, now you, you, maybe you can, and you fall unconscious when you do, but I'm going with the whole idea of monsters aren't stupid. Clark is deranged, but he's not stupid. You're no longer a threat. He's going after the guy who just burned him. Little does he know. You have to make yeah. a death saving throw. So Clark is going to what? turn away from Sir Walter and charge the ten feet over to where Ferris is. 
does that open up anything for Sir Walter? No, he's technically he's actually unconscious right now. He's unconscious but stable. Okay. So, yeah, because has, of that... He has to start making rolls okay. the, no. the next turn. At right? zero? No, no, he's at zero hit points. If he's less than zero hit Apparently points... Apparently, I turn. do have to make one, Whatever or else I fall before my turn. No, no, no. If, you, if damage... Falling unconscious. If damage reduces you to zero hit points and fails to kill you, you fall unconscious. Right, but read the next sentence in the next paragraph. Whenever you start your turn with zero hit points. Wow, okay, yeah. Okay. But we're not there yet because he's at the bottom of right. the initiative. Right. All There's right. plenty ahead. All right. So anyway, Clark turns away, charges <coughs> the 10 feet over towards Ferris with his morning star held high, saying, Clark, eat high elf for lunch, and swings it down at you. Gosh, he cannot hit a thing. Three plus four is seven. Hey, hey. All right. So Clark clearly isn't that hungry for lunch. Uh, who's after Clark? Uh, Thor, then... <clears throat> All right, Thor. All right, I think. Am I close enough to get to uh, Sir Walter Moss? Yes. You guys were within ten feet of each other. Yep. All right. Now I'm... there is one goblin that is still focused on you. So if you are going to move away from him to get into touch range <coughs> for him, then we have to treat that uh, attack of opportunity or whatever it may be here. Because he just sliced you with his scimitar. And now you, if you're turning to walk away, then he's probably going to take an opportunity attack if it is possible. And let, let's say he hasn't made the decision yet, but if he were to do that, how does it work? Do I get a free basic attack, a free melee attack? Yeah, a free, free... A free attack action. Okay. So, and you have to be touching me to heal? <clears throat> Well, that's a good... So my prepared spells had to have been declared, in theory, at the beginning of today. Yeah, whatever. All right, whatever. Mm, close enough. All right, in that case, I'm going to cast... I have two healing spells. I have... Uh, I could, in theory, have had Cure Wounds, which is a higher level of healing, but you have to be a touch. Instead, I'm going to cast <coughs> Healing Word, which has a range of 60 feet. That would work. Instantaneously effective. I'm going to cast it on Sir Walter... Uh, he regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is plus 5. Um, it does not affect undead or constructs, which okay. doesn't matter in this case. Casting when you're in melee, nothing happens bad, right? It just, you do it. Okay. Yeah, there's no concentration or anything on this. Just making so, sure. 1d4. And that Four is yeah. plus five. Very nice. Nine nine. Or up to your max. So Sir Walter regains his consciousness as his turn arrives. Dun, 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 and dun. as my final uh, thing, I remind him that I only have five hit points, so get my bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hurts. <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> I thought about catching owie. up myself. Owie, All right. Owie, owie, so owie. On, on me, yep. you have is, a wolf and a I have the wolf and the goblin. The the other now, guy. Now, they, are, they have both stopped paying attention to you okay. before the heal happens. So they're not, like, snapping at you and slicing at you right now. Clark has already turned away. Uh, there is a goblin actively trying to kill Thor, and the other goblin and the wolf are probably going after either Ferris or Thor hmm. because you are right now regaining consciousness where you were no threat at all seconds ago. <coughs> Um, so if I go over to help Thor, mm -hmm. would I, are they paying attention enough to me that they would take opportunity attacks? I'm going to say no. I hate leaving the squishy guy to take attacks, but he's the only one not getting hit. <laughs> yeah. He's invulnerable, apparently. Yeah. Um, I I guess I will go do that okay. since he has low hit points too. Yep. I, I'll take out try to take out his goblin. Okay, as well. so that's goblin number two that has not been hit yet. Okay, all right. Yep, fail. So essentially, you're stepping in right where the other goblin was going in, and you guys get a little tangled up, and uh, you you just don't get a good swing in. Um. Ripper has turned to, to face his attention at Ferris. That's where Clark is. He's following his boss. 
Um, but now there are two goblins and uh, Sir Moss and Thor all pretty much in a, a little group right there. Who is up? I guess we're at the beginning again. Up at the top. Correct. Wolf. All right. So the wolf <laughs> Ripper is uh, lunging forward towards uh, Ferris now. Uh, oh, that's a 20. Ooh. Natural 20? Yes, it is. So the wolf makes a nice leap at you and bites. So this is 2d4 plus 2. So that's a 3 of 4 plus 2 is 9. Dead. Yikes! Uh, so you are a 0? I'm less than 0. Less than 0. Okay, so I, I, you don't have to have a saving throw to not be knocked prone because you're just knocked prone. Okay, so Ripper knocks you down. Uh, right at, you know, Clark was just standing there and you were hurting him and what have you. So, uh, oh, as soon as he's done knocking you down and you're not moving, Clark pats him on the head and says, Good Ripper. <laughs> Who's up next, Bree? Right. So Bree hears all of this commotion, <laughs> but she's still at so the bottom. Right up there. Woohoo! Ah, close. I'll, I'll let I'll let you be up there at the beginning of your next seventeen. Turn. All right. So you're making your way up there as quickly as you can. Yes. And at the beginning of your next turn, if there's still anybody right at the opening, you'll be able to do something about it. Perfect. All right. Who's up after Bree? Me. All right, Ferris. Death saving throw. All First right. one saved. Save. All right, so we have one successful death saving throw. Who's up Goblin. after Ferris? Goblins. All right, so both goblins are with Sir Walter <laughs> and Thor now, so I'm just going to keep them as number one is going to try and hit Sir Walter. A seven will not hit. Nope. Number two is going to swing his scimitar at Thor. A 13 does not hit. Yeah. Nine plus four is 13. So both goblins are done. Clark. Clark. All right, so Clark is done with the wizard now. Um, he turns around and he sees uh, both of uh, Sir Walter <coughs> and Thor still there. Um, he's going to go straight at Thor at this point. You're the short guy. He's a big guy. He's just going to, you know, Clark kill short man. Short man's not feeling good. Ooh. It's yeah. a one. A one. It's a one. Natural <laughs> one. So Clark, uh, it, maybe he stumbles over Ferris's body on his way over. And oh, Clark trip. This sucks. Not hit dwarf. Chirpatek. Uh Who's after Clark? Thor. Thor. So you got a stumbling Clark with a gaping leg wound in front of you. As well as a goblin. All right, I still have the goblin on me, so if I move, I, he gets an attack of opportunity, yeah, which is just he, an, a, a surprise attack, basically, on me. I think it's just a free attack, free right? Attack. Yeah. Which, and I think he can only do it once. Right, which, but with my hit points, I can't yeah, risk might, it. might not be a good idea. Um, you can take um, a dodge action. But then I can't attack, right? True. Right. But you can defend. You gain advantage. They, they, they all get disadvantage to hit you. Hmm. And if I dodge, I can't attack or cast a spell. It's just you're basically dodging and then you're defensive. For yep, full defensive. Okay. I'm trying to find something to cure you uh, that doesn't require me. I've already used my healing word, so I can't do that. And I think I have to be in touch for cure wounds. Um, so you know the big wolf hasn't been hit yet. One of the goblins... Right. Um, has not been hit yet. However, one of the goblins is definitely worse for wear, and Clark is limping heavily on his leg. Right. All right, I am going... To, so, are you alive? I'm good. You're alive, right? Are, are you alive? And yeah, you're up yeah, now, nine. and I'm up, and you're unconscious. Yeah, you might have a, a, a feeling of inspiration as you just resurrected exactly. Sir I, Walter Moss. I, I do feel right. good, and I am actually going to uh, raise my hand up and use Sacred Flame on Clark okay. in the hopes that if we defeat Clark, perhaps the other enemies will flee or be disheartened. Be. And uh, Sacred Flame cast down a Radiant Light unless he succeeds on a dex check, I believe. Yes. I rolled a 19. Mm-hmm. Still half damage. Uh, What's up? Still half damage, right? And he has a plus... No, if he succeeds on the saving throw... It, 
He has a plus two, so if total he doesn't, then he takes one d8. Okay. And so that would be against my DC to resist spell, right? Yep. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah, uh, that's the first saving throw I've made yeah. from the monster side. I'm having a tough time over here, except for resurrecting Sir Walter Moss. Yeah. I am not having a lot of luck. But d does he still take damage? <laughs> no, I, I think if he succeeds, he's out, and if he doesn't succeed, okay. then he takes damage. Okay. So he's able to dodge it um, as it's coming through. Dang. Dang, indeed. Um, up, uh, I guess I'm up. So Sir Moss. I think if if... I don't provoke anyone by attacking Clark. I would like to try to finish Clark off. Clark is now in the same area you are. So it is now five things there. Two goblins, Thor, Moss, and Clark, all in the same group of stuff. All right. So I'm going to hack up with my my nice great axe and okay. uh, try the family to heirloom. The family heirloom. Family heirloom. Really, his dad didn't like well, it very that's, much. That might be okay. Um, 16 to hit. A 16 hits. Wow. <laughs> yes, Sir Walter. Under your headphone there. And yeah. under my headphone. Let's get we some got... bugbear guts. And? That's uh, 10. 10 damage. Okay. So you hack up at Clark is what I heard. Yep. And you come up right under his chin and pretty much cut his jaw off, and he just flops back onto the ground. And um, as he does, the two goblins there just kind of stop. Like, uh, what now? We still kill you? Woof. I yell, uh, drop your weapons. <laughs> All right. And then up next is, is Ripper. Um, Ripper is kind of in a frenzy. And he's over with um, uh, Ferris's body um nothing happening there so he turns around and picks one of you two guys let's see uh, you'll be even all right so he's going I after moss even. so ripper lunges forward towards sir walter and he's gonna hit 18 plus 4 is 22 yep and That's a lot of damage one and four plus two is seven all right I'm still up. Yes, I rolled. If I didn't roll the one, that would have been real. Yeah, close. That would have been real close. What's your status? Right. Now I got two hit points. Now roll oh. a uh, strength, strength saving throw. So the wolf pounces at ah. you, and you have to beat eleven or sixteen, get eleven or higher. Okay, so he doesn't manage to knock you over, but he just you know smacks right into you, bites at you, and uh, I'm very solid. Just, yes, apparently. All right, who's up after Ripper? Uh, top of the round, sir. So, <clears throat> Bree's at the top. She kind of looks yeah. around. You reach right at the top is Ferris's body. Assesses the situation. So Laying the there. Everybody else down. is a little bit of a distance away, about 10 feet away from the fissure. And I you see can't reach wolf. them to hit them with yeah. a weapon, uh, a handheld weapon, no melee, but you might be able to get a shot off at them. I see a wolf attack attacking Sir Walter. Yep. Just bounced off him to the ground, but got a good chunk out of his arm maybe on the, on the way down. And there's goblins. Two more goblins, although they're kind of like, what now? Are they and lined Clark, up? You see the, this big bugbear just laying on the ground, bleeding profusely from the leg and the head. Maybe you could jump on the wolf it's and ride it like a rodeo clown. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Are or the um, goblins lined you have up? Advantage. Pardon? You have advantage on the wolf. Exactly. So I've got a good B on the, the wolf, correct? Mm -hmm. So I take aim with my short bow. Okay. She's at the top. She kind of like does a little roll over Ferris and tries to get a line on the wolf, which she does very well. 21 okay. to hit. 21 will hit. And she's got sneak attack damage on this, correct? Go for it. Why not? So that's what? Three, six, seven. Seven, okay. Um, so the arrow just it hits the wolf in the back and it yelp, yells out, you know, that little yelp. <coughs> kind of, the wolf just got hit by an arrow. Mama's and got a new fur coat. <laughs> mangy fur coat. Uh, I take it Ferris is up next. All right, uh, go for it. Before then, uh, I apologize for this. When I healed Sir Walter before, yep. I forgot that I am a disciple of life domain. So I under, 
He should have two more hit points than I had told him. Okay. Is that okay to? Yeah, go for it. Because I took huh? you to nine, and I you got three more, but that would put you over your max. Yeah. So you can add two, I think. All right. Did you Sorry just fail that. again? Doe. Dun, dun, dun. One success, one failure. They don't cancel each other out, no? All right. Get three in one or three in the other first, and... Yeah. Um, Is that me? Who's after Ferris? Uh, Goblins. Okay, you might so want to think about making your way over to him. The, the goblins are going to use the disengage action and start backing up towards those stairway. Uh, I had mentioned that, that we're over on the north side of the room. So Did they disarm themselves? Slowly backing up. No, they're just... I mean, you guys have been trying to kill them. They've been trying to kill you. They're not laying down arms. They're just backing away. Okay. Who's up after the goblins? They're going to move... Uh, right up to the top of the stairs. It's Clark can make his it's about saving 20 throw. feet away. Oh, he's done. He's missing it. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, let's draw. see. A four. He, nope. <laughs> he only gets one shot. So right. Thor's next. So you have two more rolls that you could potentially fail, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So on this turn, before I save my illustrious friend, I'm going to use a cantrip. I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, but is it thaumaturgy? Sounds good to me. Which allows me to do a relatively minor physical action of my choosing okay. for a turn, including making the ground shake in a harmless but powerful tremor for up to one minute. Huh. So I'm going to raise my hands to the Dwarven God MD, which is what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> MD, the Dwarven God Doctor. Great, powerful it's MD. It's not lupus. <laughs> it is time to smite our final enemies down. Let them run in fear and okay. shake the earth before me. At which time, in theory, my illustrious god MD will cause the ground to shake. And my hope okay. is that the goblins will tremble in fear at his power. And hopefully it won't cause a cave in. <laughs> <laughs> it is a harmless tremor it by definition. It says harmless, right. Yeah. So the tremor itself doesn't cave in, but the cave does. No. <laughs> um, so was he next? Mm-hmm. And then... And me. Yeah, all right, so um, when the ground starts shaking, the goblins just, they, they were backing up slowly, made their way to the stairs, and the ground starts shaking, and they turn away, and as they turn, uh, it looks like they're starting to run, and you hear one of them shout, Ah, get the others! <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> we must go get help! This is Thor's day. <laughs> Go ahead, Sir Walter. I will um, try to hack down on the wolf's head. Okay. I forgot about the wolf. 20! 20. So the wolf is kind of shaking on the ground and loses its head. Nice. We'll just... There's no I mean, way you're doing. Up, there's no up. way you're yeah. doing less than four damage, right? Thanks for finishing that uh, kill no for way. me. No right. way. The, wolf, the wolf has four hit points left. There's no way you're doing less than four. Therefore, you're going to finish it off. Um, and, and when you do that, that the satisfying thud of the axe into the wolf, the goblins hear it, and off they go. They just take off down the stairs. Dibs on the pelt. <laughs> so let's do so a little bit of. Are they running to get their of, friends, or are they just gone? So what's that? Are they running to get their friends, or are they just yeah, gone? They're, 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 they're heading out, but right now, that's going to be the end of the initiative, the end of the combat. Let me read you a little bit of what's in the room, uh, because it's all been... This is a bigger room than the little spot you guys have been fighting in. Uh, so the room itself... Um, uh, I'll read the narrative here, but the sacks and crates of looted provisions are piled up in the south end of the large cave. To the west, the force floor slopes to a, toward a natural opening that descends into darkness. That's actually the fissure itself. A larger opening leads north down a set of natural stone steps. That's where the goblins just ran. And the roar of falling water echo from be, echoes from beyond where the steps are. So if you go look where the goblins went, you hear a waterfall essentially down there. And then in the middle of the cavern, so this room itself is... 
about 45 feet or so wide, east to west. It's got a lot of cracks, crevices, crannies, nooks and crannies. It's an English muffin, apparently. And um, about 35 feet north to south at its biggest point. So towards the center of that, which would be about 20 maybe or so feet off from where you guys have been fighting, there's a fire pit with some, some slightly smoky coals in the fire pit. Not bright enough to cause light, but while you're in there, you can see a little bit of smoke coming up. Uh, and that is what you see in the room. Uh, All right. If we are off initiative order, unless someone tells me otherwise, I would like to cure and stabilize our illustrious wizard. I think that's probably a good idea. I'm running out of spells. All I've left is cure wounds and blasts, but I will well, cure no, no, wounds. Just stabilize me, and then I just rolled my hit dice. Oh, you rolled? Yeah. I get to do short rest. Me. Do we think we have a short rest? Oh, wait, we don't have a short rest. We don't know that we have an hour. I mean, we could take a chance. While you do that with no, him, yeah. I'm going to kind of scout the room to see if we can figure out, if and I we, can find anything in there to help fortify our location. Are you at zero hit points even? I'm at negative one. Negative one. So Does someone want to make a medicine check to stabilize him and get him to zero, and then you. I'll cure him? What? I could give it a try. You get you get message yeah. check. So yeah, let's, true. let's get um, Ferris up and about, right. and then what I'm going to do because of how this is supposed to play out, I'm going to narrate a bit of some more es- exploration, and we'll get to a point to where we can do some more stuff. Okay, but go ahead and get. Well, and we definitely want to search the room and those provisions and all that stuff, but. Okay. Uh, all right. Can I? So, if initiative doesn't matter, I've got a good medicine, so I'll uh, roll to if it's okay to try to stabilize him. Oh yeah, definitely. And fail miserably, I think. I guess I'll give it a try. <laughs> you don't know medicine. You only know magic, apparently. <laughs> so he is super stable. Okay. <laughs> and now right. I will... I will. <laughs> well, last time he tried to rub some dirt in the wound. This time he tried to spit in it. Uh. <laughs> he's like, get up and walk it off. Uh, he's unconscious. I said, get up and walk it off. All right. So is this eight? No, that's... One, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my cure wounds... A creature I touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier, which is 5. Plus your Disciple of Life. Plus my Disciple of Life extra hit points. There you go. So Please, I can't not go roll. to max hit points. You roll 1, I go to max hit points. All right. 1, 6. Yeah, you're right. Outstanding. 1, 6 plus 3. <laughs> there you go. Wait, are you 9? 8. Yeah, you're Eight. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I so rolled a 6 when it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the extra hit points should go All to right. somebody, right? I exactly. could use them. <laughs> I'm sitting on a 4. <laughs> All right, so Cure Wounds is gone. I'm going to need a long rest soon. All right, so with that, everybody being up and about, um, the goblins don't come back immediately, so you have a few minutes at least to look around. Uh, the, the, what, what is probably uh, hijacked, the, the goods that are laying around, um, it looks like uh, they would be worth some money if they were returned to Fandolin. Probably some other caravans had been ambushed and the goods have been captured. Uh, so if you guys were able to get those back, you could probably get some money for that. Cool. Um, but Can we addition, carry those, you think? It is too – they're too bulky to just carry. You would need a wagon to transport them, which means you could probably get them to the wagon and then take the rest of the time there. Uh, uh, Clark has a treasure chest – that somebody might want to write this down. It contains 600 copper pieces, which I think is like one-tenth of a gold or something like that, right? Um, but 600 copper, 110 silver, two potions of healing, and a jade statuette of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes. Ooh. It's small enough to fit in a pocket or pouch. A jade statuette of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes. Since I killed Clark, and uh, and I like frogs, and I like frogs, <laughs> and I I don't know what this is the value of this is. I can I just slip that in my pocket. Is there an appraise skill? Does anyone have that? Yeah, there is no it's, it's right up here under. Uh, under well, the uh, auction skill. If there, <laughs> if there isn't an appraised skill, 
right? There isn't, then what do we use for that? I said, I'm, I'm guessing it would just be intelligence. It's, it's, something that's yeah. not, it's something that's not listed. You um, get to choose an intelligence. Yeah. So, so, so Bree kind of sees this, Arcana. and she, like, walks up <laughs> Maybe behind history. him and uses, like, her sleight of hand to pick his pocket and take the jade. Anything with gold him. eyes is going to be worth something. Exactly. That's be. why she like tries to pick his pocket and take <laughs> it from him. <laughs> can, can there be like a roll for that? Oh yeah, there'll be a roll. Yeah, for there it. is. That She's would got be sleight of hand versus passive perception. Should be a thirteen. That would be twenty. There you yep, go. Yep, twenty definitely. Does. So you haven't learned to keep an eye on her yet. So you don't get an active roll against. Her. She's little. She comes out of nowhere. <laughs> She just speaks up. Um, so, uh, before you put it in your pocket, you guess, just because there's no roll or anything for it, you guess it's probably worth about 40 gold. Yeah, I just like that it was a little jade statue of a frog, a frog. but... Uh, it's Kermit with golden eyes. Is it worth um, taking a look at the provisions or the, the to see if there's anything that we might use, it, or are we just going to take it back? Is, you could probably chug one of those healing potions. I probably should. If no one minds. So yeah. it's it's when you're looking through them that you see Clark's treasure chest, but it's just, I mean, it is it is specifically listed as, or vaguely listed as, piles of sacks and crates, um, most marked with the image of a blue lion, which is a symbol of Lion Shield Coster, a merchant within plus two. Ah, so now we know where we want to take yeah. those. All right. And there's really nothing about what's in it. It could be dried goods. It could be One, rope. It could be 15-foot chains. Two, but it three, belongs to someone two, we can go see. It's nothing that, that is valuable to you, nine. but would be valuable to somebody going into a store maybe looking for something. Um, no, we should have let him have that potion right, after he so, tried to gank that frog off of us. So I took the took one the of the potions. Potion. We I have one potion. Already the potion. It was too. suggested by it my was. fellow uh, okay. group member. So we still have one potion of healing, uh, but my heal uh, hit points are back up to nine, All which right, is so pretty your, good. Your light lasts for an hour, right? You can take the other one. Well, uh, we could try to rest for an hour. There are but still you, goblins around. Your light spell lasts for an hour? Oh, my light spell lasts for one hour. Okay. So what but it's a cantrip. I can cast it anytime I want. Right. But what we're what we'll do to expedite this point so where we can get to where not so everyone who's yawning can actually go sleep, um, and your eyes might open a little bit more. <laughs> but um, essentially, you realize while you've done all this searching, there's no more sound of goblins. All you hear is the the waterfall, and um, they're probably alone in the cave. A quick look out down the stairway you see there's no other goblins around it's just the some uh, the back of a waterfall there's a stream going through um and you wander along as a group i'm gonna say you wander along through a little bit of a complex or about eight rooms in total and one room down at the end of a uh of a walkway and it does look like goblins just bugged out uh, there are no, the, like, they didn't leave their swords and shields on the ground, but there are no traces of the goblins now, no noises. Um, and you get down to a room down at, at the far west end, uh, and this cave is divided in half by a 10-foot-high um, outcropping. The, the steep natural staircase leads from a lower portion to the upper ledge, and the hair is hazy with the smoke of a cooking fire and pungent from the smell of poorly cured hides and unwashed goblins. But the goblins have now vacated, but it still smells kind of nasty. Um, Gross. Yeah. The In the corner, there is a human warrior who you uh, recognize as Sildar Hallwinter, one that was abducted with um, Gok Sindar. Yes. Um, he is securely bound on the southern ledge up off to the side, and uh, he looks like he is really out of it. So he looks like they... Looks like he's been beaten and tortured. And all the goblins, there's no goblins Correct. in sight. Right. So I think we would go and examine him, make sure he's okay. Okay. Possibly give him a healing like- potion. Yeah, well, at least stabilize him. Well, magical him. healing potion. We actually get him up and around. Yeah. I, I, well, I, he I, is uh, in game mechanics. He's at one hit point. He doesn't need to be stabilized. 
Yeah, okay. but, but he is delusional practically. He's just mumbling to himself, like, I don't trust the goblins. Uh. Yeah, and that would cure that, so. So we go up to him and make sure, un- untie him, obviously. Okay. He attacks! No. <laughs> we're giving Smacks him! He's just waiting to be attacked. Attack. I agree. We're good. We're going to rest and Do we heal. have an extra we have one yeah, potion? We have one potion. Give it to Do him. Do you need it? Or... I think maybe you I should. I think we're take gonna. It. I mean, I have a feeling that if the goblins have totally cleared out, we're gonna get to town and rest. And I'm just worried that if we exit the cave and all the goblins are standing out front, yeah, we might have another battle. <laughs> and Is we there... give a potion to an MB- NPC. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're meta gaming. You're meta gaming. What would your character do? <laughs> yeah. What would Sir Walter? Most what would do Sir Walter, the hero of? Volcano Town, do yeah. I I'll, mean, I'll save wolves, but this human, screw it. I mean, he isn't. He isn't negative, so he is, like, so I would just carry him out. Mm. He's broken in the head. Throw him over your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw him over my shoulder. Yeah. Is there anything? All right, so we've been pretty beat up. We found this guy. There are no goblins in sight. Is there anything in sight that? We could set up maybe a fortified camp or something that if we were attacked, we could get some sort of warning or at least some defense from. So what I'm hearing is you'll be a hero as long as it doesn't affect you monetarily. Exactly. That sounds like Sir Walter. He's trying to gain money to get back his noble status with his family, right? Yeah. I I, I don't know if the health potion is going to fix his head. Your definition of hero is sorely lacking. (laughs) Can we fortify our position? Or are we kind of stuck here? You're in the goblin area. Um, I mean, by their own works and the cave design, I mean, it's it's already defensible. You can put your backs to the wall and fight outwards if you want. You can go to the entrance and, you know, just stand there so nobody gets in. Oi, what do you guys think? I want to get to a place where we can rest and... Take care of this guy. Take care of our wounds. And I would not much get rather attacked. not stay in here. It stinks in here. It does stink, but there's no place in here that doesn't, really. You can go so you out by the stream where the water and the air current's moving, and it's not as bad, but it's there's no nice place inside. Let's say get back to the caravan, make it the way, start making our way to town. It's a long ways. How are you? What's your status on health? I'm six. I'm groovy, right. but... I think... Uh, while well, it would be nice to rest and regain some hit points here, I think we should try to get to the wagon. Okay. If there's a fight, the wagon's there's a fight. only a 20-minute walk. Yeah. It's only fight, 20 minutes away? Yeah. And, he, and okay. this guy's already been dragged here once, so... But having said that, back. I'm going in the back of the line this time since so yeah. I'm at five hit points. And you should I read in a book there. once <laughs> that your, you can your get two sticks good. and drape a travel problem and create a travoy. Oh, yeah? Okay. We should, we should create a travoy for him. Travoy? That's a very... I was just going to carry him. Eloquent. Phrasing. It's polysyllabic. It must be polysyllabic in intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> he, w- he was going to call it a sling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't realize that we were that close. So 20 minutes out. Yeah, let's go back to the wagons. Yeah. Uh, approximately. It says it was five right. miles, but it also says you stop 10 minutes twice. That's 20 minutes. So. That's what I heard, So there's too. either goblins uh, waiting for us outside the cave, and we're going to have a big battle, okay. or we're going to be in our wagon. And so you head out to the wagon. Now you make it there before we go. We there, see a sign there right is for the are those boxes of supplies too, yeah. Yeah. and you said that we could probably get them to the wagon. It'll take a, a few minutes longer because there's a bunch of stuff. You, yeah. you, you can't bring the them all the way. <laughs> you have a dude on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll get some supplies. I mean, I, I know you're stri- strong, so okay. I will supervise. I'm, you on my shoulders. I will supervise. <laughs> I will supervise right. the. I'll whole use ritual thing. casting so, and. Uh, Create tensors floating discs. <laughs> there you go. So you guys make it back to the wagon <laughs> with the provisions, um, with the provisions, and with uh, Sildar Hallwinter. And um, are you going to take a rest there? Is that what you were doing? I think we should probably continue down. on to Falistan. Uh, Falistan, um, <laughs> and because uh, we'll be uh, safer there. But we can put the supplies in a way that sort of protect him or or yeah. make a soft area for him to lay so it's going to and take a soft area for me to lay too <laughs> it, <laughs> it's going to take a while 
which is going to let me read you guys some stuff and finish up the first part of the adventure. Okay. Okay. So in finding Sildar and him actually being able to rest and get better, because, well, you guys didn't want to help him. But in so far as you left him on his own, he's able to take his own short rest, right? So um, uh, is there some useful information? It also says to read the first two paragraphs of the background section to you at this time. We help uh, him by getting him out of the goblin cave. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but... Uh, seriously. <laughs> if you want to get technical, gosh. Yeah. didn't use Save one of our rare healing potions yeah. on him. I'm also just trying to talk while you look for what you That works. Make. So... He tells you that there are the, the three Rockseeker brothers, Gundren, Thardin, and Nundro, recently located an entrance to the long-lost Wave Echo Cave. And that's the site of the mines of the Fandelver's Pack. And oh, what that means is I read you these two paragraphs, so bear with me while I do. So he goes on this little... Uh, while you're writing, after a couple hours, he's feeling better. Uh, he meets you, and he just he wants to tell you what's going on, what happened to him, and, and why you guys are now involved in this. So, more than 500 years ago, clans of dwarves and gnomes made an agreement known as the Fandelver's Pact, by which they would share a rich mine in a wondrous cavern known as Wave Echo Cave. In addition to its mineral wealth, Mine contained great magical power. Human spellcasters allied themselves with the dwarves and gnomes to channel and bind that energy into a great forge called the Forge of Spells, where magic items could be crafted. Times were good, and the nearby human town of Phandalin prospered as well. But then disaster struck when orcs swept through the north and laid waste to all in their path. A powerful force of orcs, reinforced by evil mercenary wizards, attacked Wave Echo Cave to seize its riches and magic treasures. Human wizards fought alongside their dwarf and gnome allies to defend the Forge of Spells, and the ensuing spell battle destroyed much of the cavern. Few survived the cave-ins and tremors, and the location of Wave Echo Cave was lost. So he tells you that the, the three Rockseeker brothers believe now that they have located the entrance to that, that cave, the long-lost Wave Echo Cave. Um, Although, speaking of the Rockseeker brothers, uh, where's Gundrum that got taken <laughs> when he did? Yep, and that's part of it. So, Clark, the bugbear, uh, who was the leader of the goblin band, had orders to waylay Gundrum. Uh, Sildar tells you he heard from the goblins that the black spider, uppercase B, uppercase S, the black spider. Proper name. (laughs) Sent word that the dwarf was to be brought to him. Mm. Sildar doesn't know who or what the the black spider is. Guessing a black spider. And Sildar, Gundren showed Sildar a map. Uh, It was the, the map that he said had the secret location of Wave Echo Cave. But the goblins took it when they captured him. Sildar believes that uh, Clark sent the map and the dwarf to the chief of the Kragmaws at a place called Kragmaw Castle. So, uh, and Sildar tells you, I don't know where it is, but someone in Fandalin might know. And Sildar also tells you along the ride, uh, he is a human, uh, he has a contact in Fandalin, a human wizard named Ayarno Albrecht, which I think is part of somebody's backstory on their character sheet. I think that may have been JJ's. Ayarno Albrecht. Yep. Um, the wizard traveled to the town two months ago to establish order in Fandolin. Um, but they have not received word from him, so Sildar decided to investigate. That's why he was going along with the Rockseeker, Gundren Rockseeker. So he, he wanted to continue to Fandolin anyway, so he was grateful that he came to consciousness upon the wagon that was headed that way with you guys in it. Um, and he says as long as you can keep him safe for the trip and he's able to recover some, he'll offer you 50 gold pieces to keep him safe for the rest of the trip. 
So at this point, we're looking at our original 10 gold each for delivering the wagon. We have these provisions that are going to the Lionheart, whatever that company uh, was. Yeah. We have Sildar. Mm-hmm. And we have a lead on Gundren and the map at Cragmore Castle. We've done pretty well. It's a pretty good mm-hmm. night so far. Yeah. So at this point, we are officially done with phase one, step one. What do they call this? Part one. We're officially done with part one. And what that means to us at this point is you have explored the Cragmore hideout and defeated Clark. You completed a story milestone. Yay! Sweet. Milestone! Award each character 275 experience. This should provide enough for the character to attain a second level. That's 275 plus the 75 you already yes. gave us. So we need wow. 350. More. That is 350. I, I needed 300, 300. Are we all 300 for level two? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I think it's the same for every class now. Um, so the level advancement rules are on the sheet. Uh, so make sure you record your experience Ooh. total on the sheet. And now for me, in the next part of the adventure, I do experience differently. But this is the last time we do the lump sum at the end of uh, a session. And we will be going to Fandolin, like I said. And what that is, it is how much farther? I want to say I read somewhere that I, could, I don't see right now. It's, it's three days more of travel. They will be uneventful, but three days more will pass okay. before you get there. What that means, again, for game More witty terms, banter. You're going to have all your other. spells, your hit points. Your, everything will be back by the time you get there. And the next time we play, we will pick up by starting on part two, which is Vandalin of the Adventure. So, so we need to look at our leveling up yep, rules, yep. what we get, figure that out exactly. before next game. Take, take no, a look it's at right, what right your character there. does well, right. second level. Uh. But it's good to know what it is. Right. right. What I find tricky, yeah. I think it's generally great what they do, but they have added everything in in the starter set onto your sheet without showing you the calculation, yeah. which can yeah. be a little bit tricky Yes. If you're wanting to understand Especially the when you want to know Right, it. so like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, if I have five prepared spells, does that include mm. bless and cure wounds, which they said are all, you always have? So right. I have to go and figure that out. Yeah. Uh, does anyone see something coming up on level two that's uh, a big benefit, a new I, thing? I get action surge, which is essentially I get an action point yeah. um, that I can use to do a... Additional action on top of the regular action. Um, and then I it refreshes whenever we take a short or long rest. Cool. So that's cool. And then I also gained one D10 plus two hit points, mm-hmm. which puts... I rolled well on that, so I gained 11, putting me at 23 hit points, nice. almost doubling my hit points. I like oh, do we need to roll our hit points now? Um, if you want to do the level two thing now, can go we ahead roll and those in it. private later? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I get next? Uh, I get a few things, but the one you're going to like is I get preserve life, ah. which I can use to choose one or more creatures within 30 feet of me to heal and distribute up to 10 hit points among them. That's going to be nice. I can only take them up to half of their hit point max, but that's nice because if two guys are down and need to yeah. be stabilized or low, uh, I can hit multiple people. Or gals. I know this time you had that one healing spell where. Pushed him up to his top, and then he still had like five yeah. or six. It would more. be nice if they pushed that into temporary hit points or something, right? That that would be cool because there's that a, was in the middle. There's of the a fight. space for temporary hit yeah, points, yeah. but there's nothing in yeah. here for temporary hit points. There's got to the, be something. Uh, maybe eventually. Right. Yeah, that's a big spot. So, right. so we're rolling our hit points now. You're welcome yep. to do. Uh, make sure you. The way yeah, I'm rolling it, tonight, it, I don't. Let, feel me, like. let me tell you one thing that I like to do, and it's not in the book, but I'm going to stick with it. Whatever the number above half is, you get that or whatever you roll, whatever's higher. So if you're doing a 1d10, it's 5 or higher. So if you roll above 5, you get so that. So it's like, let's make a deal. You can either take oh, half. Oh, I, I have to choose? Either no, take no, half. you're no, going no, you to get at least 5, okay. but if you roll higher, you get what you so roll. You, so I thought I have a 1d8 like plus 3, so you're saying you 5 so plus 3? 4 plus. 4 right. plus 3. All right, well, Eight. You're Very eight. nice. You go. Get oh, three. Crit. So I get, get eleven. That. Eleven more hit points. Plus I get an extra one for dwarven you resiliency. Crit points. Oh. Which gives me one extra every time I gain a level. There you go. So that's twelve hit points. Nice. You have to shoot at twenty-three. 
heck yes. Is that more than you had to begin with? I had 11, and I just gained 12. <laughs> so you need to level up. That's great. Just so you guys know. And it puts him up tied with me now. Nice. You're 18 rogue. AC. That's You're nice. rogue. a little cleric. Nice. You Your rogue six? just got an extra action on my turn. Really? Oh, Gosh. that second level rogue is awesome. Yeah. That is an awesome. Get a bonus action bonus. on each of my turns. Can be used to take a dash, disengage, or hide. Oh, we can keep sneak attacking. Well, well, the hide is, is exactly sneak right. attack. Sneak attack every turn. Sneak attack every turn. In this final session of part one, our adventurers defeated Clark and found a new ally in Sildar. We finished part one with the party learning new information from Sildar while on the road to Fandolin. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.